For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome in. To Commanding the Huddle, I am your host, Ryan Fowler. Today, we are diving into the defensive side of the ball, and I want to give you guys an early projection on the athletes that I expect Washington to keep come late August when they trim down to that final 53. So if you split it up into two, offense and defense, obviously we know a lot of the depth guys on either side of the ball will compete on special teams as well. You get 53 spots, so roughly about 26 and some change if you will, if you want to make it even on either side of the ball. So I want to go into each positional group from the big boys up front to the back seven and give you guys an initial look as to where who I, as of right now on June 21st, would keep on my defense if I am Jack Del Rio and I'm making the shots like a guy like Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew are looking at these rosters and cutting guys and keeping guys or... They want to wave guys or cut guys and potentially bringing them back onto the 16-man practice squad like we saw last year with guys like Farad Gardner who are now on the roster right now. And if we look back to guys like Jared Patterson or Danny Johnson, guys guys along those lines that you want to keep potentially in the building. So let's dive, dive right in. And bottom line, the names that we all talk about, the 11 starters from the front to the back, will be here. Now, barring any injury, barring anything as far as surprising, whether you go into the preseason and they look completely out of sorts, just bad football, whether you're seeing it from a veteran, whether you're seeing it from a rookie, knock on wood, injuries, you don't want to see that. We've already seen it so far this spring with losing tight end Armani Rogers for the 2023 season. But on the defensive side of the ball, it starts up front. And your four guys with Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Deron Payne, John Allen. They will 100% be on the roster. Those are roster locks. Behind them, F.A. Obata, John Ridgway, Phil Mathis, obviously now working into that red shirt freshman year, will have an impact this year. And James Smith-Williams, all of those guys, that four behind them, I expect to be on the roster as well. So that is eight big boys already that I do expect to be here. Then you move back further into the depth chart, and you have guys like Casey Tuhill, who's had a heck of a role his first couple years in Washington, Abdullah Anderson, who they brought over from Atlanta, David Bada, who's been an international pathway program player for this roster for a couple years now, actually got some snaps at the back end of last year, and then KJ Henry, who is going to work behind Chase Young, and James Smith-Williams most likely as that rotational pass rusher to start his career. I've told you guys that I think he could progress progress, excuse me, into edge three for this roster. So behind Chase and behind Montez. Yes, 
ahead of guys like Smith Williams and F.A. Obata and Casey Tuhill. That's the ceiling that I think K.J. Henry could have as a guy that they got in the middle of day three from Clemson with an experienced pass rush repertoire, really good in the run game, not as an extremely high athletic ceiling, but someone that works his tail off is a Ron Rivera type of guy. And if you take a guy in the fifth round from Clemson, you're going to have him come in and make this roster. So that right there is nine guys. And I do think, I do think that Casey Tuhill also makes this roster. And I do think as well that Andre Jones deserves to make this roster, but he could be a practice squad player, seventh rounder coming over from Louisiana Lafayette. Just allow him to get more reps before throwing him into the fire on game day because edge and defensive tackle are one of the most deep, the deepest potentially position on this roster, really outside of maybe receiver if you look at it from a 10,000 foot view. So again, Montez, Duran, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, F.A. Obata, John Ridgeway, Phil Mathis, James Smith-Williams. I do think Casey Tuhill battles for a roster spot. I do expect KJ Henry to be there. And Andre Jones from Louisiana Lafayette, I do expect to potentially end up on the practice squad, even though I think he does or may potentially earn some snaps this year in his rookie season. So guys that I do not expect to be here, Abdullah Anderson, look, coming over from Atlanta, there's just too many bodies, young bodies, impactful bodies in front of him to where I I, I just don't see it. I, I know Washington gave him money to come here and compete in the summer, but I don't see him carving out a role to where he can challenge the guys, the starters, and then what we saw from John Ridgway last year was fantastic. And you don't use a second round pick on a guy like Phil Mathis coming off an, uh, a knee injury, nasty knee injury last year, to not play this year as that second rotation behind John and Deron. So I just don't see Abdullah Anderson here, and I don't see guys like David Bada or Benning Potaae. I don't see him make those guys making the roster. So it's a deep group. It really is. It's really going to come down to guys that are that are up in the air. Is it Casey Tuhill? Is it Andre Jones? Those guys at the back of the roster, are they going to make it? Will William Bradley King, is he going to make it? Seventh rounder out of Baylor in 2021. Potentially, again, could be another practice squad guy. We've seen him stay there over the last couple of years, potentially earn some snaps if injuries were to occur. But the depth is there. The pop is there. I think they need some more pop at edge behind Chase and Montez. That's why I do expect KJ to have a healthy role this year. FA is a bigger body. James Smith-Williams has some more juice than, than FA. Casey Tuhill's just been so darn good the last few years as a depth guy. So it's a deep group. Who will make it? Who won't? But bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, that front group, Montez, Duran, John, and Chase, John Ridgway, Phil Mathis, James Smith-Williams, and F.A. Obata, that, ro- that second rotation, those eight guys, I all expect to be roster locks moving into late August. Now let's take a step back to the linebacker position to where this is where it gets fun and this is where it gets interesting because of how unique the linebacker position is, not just in Washington's defense under Jack Del Rio, but how the linebacker position has progressed in the NFL and what they are asked to do both in the run game and flipping your hips and finding guys in coverage, whether you're working in zone or you're having to cover running backs or tight end and man. And you look right now, Jamin Davis, Cody Barton, they are locks for the roster. Are, are they always going to be on the field at the same time this year? No, they are not. There are going to be times where it's just going to be one linebacker in the middle of the defense for Washington this year, bringing other DBs on the field. But 
Where do you classify Kalik Hudson? How do you classify Derek Forrest? Because from a 10,000-foot view, Kalik is that hybrid linebacker safety. Derek Forrest technically is listed as a safety, but he plays in that low hole a ton. So right there... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's four linebackers. And what do you do with guys like David Mayo and Milo Eifler and Dejon Harris? Now, I don't expect Milo and Dejon to have really a role at all. But David Mayo, we know this coaching staff for some reason, loves David Mayo. I get it. Look, veteran in the league, downhill, throwback-style linebacker, good in the locker room, not going to have to worry about him studying, understanding what he's looking at, from an, looking at from a defensive perspective and understanding offensive concepts. But you just need better athletes at your second level. And we saw last year David Mayo earn a ton of snaps, especially towards the back end of the year, when we saw guys like John Bostic miss time. Now, John played 15 games in 2022, started five, don't get me wrong, but he was a rotational role. But he and David Mayo together, as far as their skill sets, they offer a lot of uh, similar things. Throwback, downhill, violent behind their pads. That's the type of linebackers that they are. That's just not the linebacker position in 2023 in the NFL and moving forward. And really what it's been over the last three, four years, you have to have athletes at the second level. That's why we see so many teams Uh, Not for guys that are 245, 50, 55 pounds like we've seen in the past, but you're seeing linebackers at 225, 230, 235 play the position that you have to be able to move and you have to be able to fly downhill in those A and B gaps and take on a Derrick Henry or a Nick Chubb or a Saquon Barkley in the hole one-on-one and bring them down. So right now, Washington's linebackers, it's been a long time that we've been constantly having questions about this position. I mean, you look to years past when there was Marcus Washington and Michael Barrow, the years of Perry Riley, and obviously you guys enjoyed the days of LeVar Arrington and London Fletcher. Washington has not had a London Fletcher, LeVar Arrington type. Even Marcus Washington and Michael Barrow, who were really good in Washington in the early 2000s, haven't had that type of ball player at the middle of their defense for a long time. The best defenses in the NFL start at the core. They start within the lungs of your defense, and that is at linebacker. Jamin Davis moving into year three. Expectations have reached new heights. Cody Barton, this is your first full gig as a full-time starter, most likely, after filling in most of your time in Seattle for KJ Wright last year. Showed a lot of flashes, both at Utah and the transitional skill set to the NFL. Now he's going to get a lot of snaps, where he's going to be on the field for potentially 80, 85, 90% of the defensive snaps or more. We'll see what Jack Del Rio wants to do with him. But the linebacker position and how Jack really dives into what he sees for each guy, what roles, roles and scheme-specific roles are so important in this defense because, again, Jamin and Cody are locks for this roster. David Mayo, Kalik Hudson, Dijon Harris, Milo Eifler, all of those guys, for me, are up in the air. And that may come down to where they just want to keep more DBs. They want to keep guys that can play the nickel. They want to keep safeties like Jeremy Reeves. Do they want to keep a guy like Rashad Wild Goose? We will see. We expect Percy Butler to have more of a role this year, which he will. 
All those names. Troy Apke is still on the roster. Do you see him as a safety? Do you see him as a corner? You guys know my thoughts on Troy Apke. He really doesn't offer anything other than he has great straight line speed and potentially as a special teamer. But we've seen that as well since he entered the league from Penn State back in 2018. 2018, he's been around for a long time. But he has yet to offer anything that deserves a roster spot. But he continually, somehow, makes the roster. Which takes the roster spot away from somebody else. So right now, linebacker position, Jamin Davis, Cody Barton, number locks. Everybody else is up in the air because of where I want to see what, what do they think with Kalik Hudson. That's the bottom line. I think Kalik makes this roster because of what he can do at a lot of different levels. And they expect more from him. And he deserves more snaps. I like his skill set. But I got two locks, and that's it right now at the linebacker position in Jamin and Cody. Now let's take a step back to the secondary to where Kendall Fuller, Manuel Forbes, Jartavis Martin, Quan Martin, Cam Curl, and Derek Forrest. Look, they're all going to be locks. Percy Butler... Jeremy Reeves, all pro last year as a special teamer. Benjamin St. Just, Danny Johnson, Christian Holmes. I expect all of those guys to make the roster. I really do. Christian moving into year two from Oklahoma State. Big, long corner. Fits the profile of what Jack wants in corners. Some special teams value we saw last year. Had two starts. Christian moving into year two, I think, will be a nice depth piece at corner. But it starts with the guys up top. Washington's first two picks this year with Emmanuel Forbes and Quan Martin. Guys, I will not be surprised. You shouldn't be surprised. No one's going to be surprised if when Arizona comes into town week one, first snaps, Manuel's on the outside, Quan's at nickel. They are locks for this roster. Again, barring any injuries, knock on wood, we expect them to start from week one. Again, with Kendall, Benjamin St. Juiced, Cam Curl, and Derek Forrest. And we know the steps that Derek and Cam, what they've done for this defense at a multitude of levels. Play at the line of scrimmage. Play over the middle of the field. Play center field if you have to. Now, we haven't seen it a ton with Washington playing single high because they haven't had the ability to rely with man corners on the outside. But all of these athletes, it's a young secondary. Extremely young secondary. Guys that are experienced as well. Kendall Fuller, not old by any means, but he's already had six years under his belt in the league. Manuel Forbes, year one. Quan, year one. Derek Forrest, moving into year three. Cam Curl, already moving into year four. But these guys are young and they have experience. And all of those guys are locks. But as you move back towards the back end of this roster to where it's guys like Terrell Burgess and Farad Gardner and Tariq Castro-Fields and Rashad Wild Goose, I do think that Rashad Wild Goose is going to battle his ass off for a roster spot. We saw what he did last year. At times, no, it was not pretty. But he was someone that came in and competed his butt off on special teams, which I and I know Ron Rivera and that staff love in players and their ability to consistently compete. Jeremy Reeves, I think he deserves more snaps at safety. If Percy Butler, if it's not working out and they don't see what they want to see from him as a early day three pick last year, Jeremy Reeves is going to get more snaps. And we know he's going to compete his tail off and he's someone that's not afraid to stick his face in the, in the mud in the ground game or flip his hips and run in coverage. That's another body. Farad Gardner was a practice squad guy for a majority of last year. I expect him to be that as well this year. And then you have a bunch of college free agents in Xavier Henderson, Kendall Smith, and DJ Sturgis, who I just don't expect to be here right now. But if they see something in those specific guys that they maybe want to bring them back on the practice squad and get some snaps and see what they have, then those options are there. But this secondary, this front four, this defense as a whole 
has a lot of roster spots locked up. It gets a little tricky when you move to the offensive side of the ball as far as what they're doing at tight end, what they're doing along the offensive line, who could potentially make it as the fifth or sixth receiver as a punt returner. But on defense and in this secondary with, again, the guys I expect to start from week one, Kendall Fuller, Cam Curl, Derek Forrest, Manuel Forbes, and Quan Martin, and the rotation of depth that they have, not just guys that can come off on the sideline and maybe provide a breather for somebody, but someone where you can consistently keep guys fresh and not have any hiccups on the defensive side of the ball. It's so darn important in a day and age where teams want to throw the ball 40, 45 plus times a game sometimes. If you're trailing, it may be even more. So this Washington defense, I look at it again, 10,000 foot view. I really like the talent that they have. Now, bottom line, it's about executing. I mentioned it in last week's pod where Washington's defense was top 10 in yards allowed total and points allowed total last year. Now it's about improving and potentially becoming a top three or four unit. Get the sacks up. Turnover margin. We talked about that. That's why they drafted Emmanuel Forbes, to get the ball back to the offense. There's a lot of talent on this defense, and I think it's going to be really fun for some of these positional battles, especially at linebacker and the depth at edge to who is ultimately going to come out on top as we sit here in about two months when roster cuts are made. But you know, you know, you guys, I will take you through every single step of the way as we creep towards training camp, preseason, and the regular season here. It's going to be here sooner rather than later. That's going to do it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, please leave a like, review, share, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Wherever you get your news, your sports, you can find us at Commanding the Huddle. You can find me on Twitter. If you don't follow me already, underscore Ryan Fowler. All of my written work, more audio and video content and scouting reports are being posted daily over at thedraftnetwork.com. Always appreciate you guys' time. Hope your summer is going well. I will talk to you next Monday while I will have a preview of projected guys that make the roster on the offensive side of the ball. And as I mentioned, a lot of good conversations to be had as far as at tight end, at running back, right? The depth chart of a lot of guys that we could see compete. Jonathan Williams, does he make the roster? We know Byron Robinson, Chris Rodriguez, Antonio Gibson are going to be there. A lot of guys are going to compete for snaps. We will see. We will have that conversation next week. Again, where I will dive in to the offensive side of the football. Always appreciate you guys' time. I will talk to you again next Monday. Thank you so much for joining. I'm Ryan Fowler from the Draft Network, and this is Commanding the Huddle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.